testicles. The question is, am I going to leave that in during the edit, or am I taking it out? I think I'm editing this one. So. Uh, the question is, are you leaving that in for the edit, <laughs> or are you taking it out? That's or the question. here's what you really do. You cut it, save the file, right? Then you just add it randomly. <laughs> <laughs> like like we're a shock jock morning show. You know what? It's starting to not... I don't know. Like Rob once was like a snake around my my arm. He's fucked like a, a six-legged horse. I get it. He's pulled the Loki thing. Yeah. And now I'm starting to grow like weary of his things. He's like, yeah, just take it and cut it and put it somewhere else. I know your ways, Loki Rob. <laughs> we determined before the recording of this podcast today that uh, Roberto has gone full Loki on us. He has gone full Loki. He is now, I mean, as far as I could tell, being an earthly being myself, he's the god of mischief as far as I could tell. Well, as far as I can tell, he, he talked about how he's walking tough right now because he had vigorous sex with a six-legged horse. That's it was an eight-legged horse. I can never remember. <laughs> that would be like a nightmare creature. <laughs> yes, it would be a nightmare is in fact a type of horse. <laughs> yeah. Pretty That's sure true. this is something that happens in Cloud Meadow. <laughs> oh god. I'm pretty certain that this is uh this I don't is know. how one of those things plays out. Oh, okay, I gotta bring this up real quick. Did any of you get that by the way? Yeah, I got it. I played a bit of it. I yeah. did not play you it. Did? Yeah, I can't find the sexy stuff though. Seriously? Yeah, I have trouble. I don't know where it is in the game. Like I, I'm playing the game. Oh, just keep playing. You'll find it. Oh, okay. Yo, okay. it comes in fucking droves. The yeah. game's pretty decent though. Like I've been it doing is. it. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. skipped and went straight to watching the um, the See? animations on Pornhub. Oh, okay, yeah. And oh, they wow. are fucking amazing. Animations. Oh, they got like a compilation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got oh, a compilation. Gotcha. There's gotcha. one where you're fucking like the centaurs. Okay. And it's awesome. So that's why you're on your centaur kick right now. No, yeah, sure. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> There's, no, I think I watched the videos. I was sitting upstairs. That's you know, hilarious, though. So, you, but you didn't get the game, then? No, no, no. I was watching that because I was got like, it. I gotta see these animations. And I brought, I, I just had my laptop upstairs. And I just show my wife, I'm like, okay, listen, this is not. I'm not into this. But I have to give it a lot of credit. This is good <laughs> art. <laughs> I'm not into this. I just, you know, searched it instinctively or whatever. Well, it was just a compilation of all. Oh, They're so talented. <laughs> they are. It's actually pretty... I appreciate art, okay? Well, well considering <laughs> I played a game that was like the most boring of boring yeah. sex, those sex scenes were far more interesting. Yeah, they were they're dynamic. Dynamic, exactly. Yeah. You know what's weird? I actually ended up getting like a, another... I went back and I got another R-type shooter that was on sale because I was like into it for, for a minute there. <laughs> and then I've, I've, I've been playing that and I'm thinking the entire time, I'm like, you know what? It's actually kind of not as good is the is the sexy one that I played for episode 69 times two. <laughs> so honestly, like I honestly, I don't think it's as good. So I think I'm going to re-download the other one and just oh, play the sexy hilarious. one more. Like it's it was just a better shooter all around. So that's fine. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So I, I like that it has like uh, power-ups in each level. Anyway, anyway, moving on. But today's episode... <laughs> We're going to talk episode... about weird sex. We're going to talk about weird sex, like self-sex. When? No. Self-sex. Loki's. Loki's, yes. yes. <laughs> so, well, I prefer self-love. Self-affection. Self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, self-romance, if you will. So, uh, <laughs> and, and, and that is the topic of the day, at least part of it, because we're going to talk about the Loki season one, which is pretty exciting. This just concluded uh, about a week and a half or two weeks ago. So we're finally getting around to discussing in its entirety all six episodes of Loki. So heads up, this is going to contain spoilers. We're really not going to hold back because, quite frankly, we don't care. And you should stop listening if you need to go and watch it. We no <laughs> so longer come back try and have our episodes right at the time of launch because I, we like to sit on it. Yeah, yeah. Just like you know, shit takes it. time. 
Things takes time. Just yeah. l- just <laughs> let it stew, man. Just let it stew. See how it goes. See how it turns out. Turns Ferment. out it's delish. Really, it is quite delish. I don't think anyone's coming here to get their like up to the date news anyway. They're here to tell us how wrong we are. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, this is raised by spoilers though, so just be aware this is happening. So, yep, this is your chance to jump out. This is Alec Austin. With us today, we have Superman variant Adam and Rob. And this came from the end of the episode. So where do we want to start? Do you want to guide us through the episodes, Alex? Uh, we could go episode by episode. Or do we yeah. just want to go and talk? So we can go and talk. We could do. Uh, we could do this like uh, just give our overall like review. Or do you want to do that? Yeah, at let's the end? do that. Let's just do overall. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Episode breakdown gets a little agreed. Well, we'll, we'll maybe break down the plot lines in it. But yeah, I, let's just start with what we thought of the series overall. Agreed. Why are you looking at me? Because you're going like, first. You this both. Time. You both looked at. You're me. going first this time. Oh. I don't want to like. Nope. I actually want to be able to hear your guys' opinions nope, though, because when time. I say things, you just agree with me. <laughs> nope, you're going first this time. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, okay, so like, what's there to say about this? It almost felt like it was based on the premise of a meme. <laughs> this thing, <laughs> the, the the show, just the based Wait, on the fact. Meme? No, just the fact that like nobody ever dies, kind of thing. So like they they went to the point where they actually took. Huh. Some random ass Loki on some random tangential timeline pulled him because the other one was fucking dead. It's like <laughs> Loki has died so many times in the series, but not died. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now he died and then like not really though. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Basically. I was just like, what the hell? But at the same time, I, was, I, I kind of forgave them. And it's not because I was forgiving them for making a shitty move. I was forgiving them because it was Tom Hiddleston, and yeah. he does yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah. great job as Loki. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm willing to say fuck it and and just kind of like suspend my disbelief for a bit and just mm. kind of see how it plays out. Mm. And actually, it turned out to be pretty good because they they made use of the whole idea of there being so many out there. Yeah, we should talk yeah. about that first thing because I do like the idea that um, Loki, the Loki we got started off as being the old evil Loki. Right. And yeah. the Loki we're used to took years and years and terrible experiences to turn into good guy Loki. Yeah, and he's not even the one that experienced all the good things either, right? This is like right after the Battle of New York Loki. Yeah. Yeah. That we originally get. And he hasn't, like, there was no coming around, like, when he ended up trying to actually fight against Thanos and stuff right. like that, right? Yeah, so there's this was no like, Ragnarok, there's no Dark no. World. Yeah, yeah so loss of he, his mother Which he does, he does actually see that at one point. But the, you know that there's an emotional detachment where yeah. if someone were to show you a video of your life and all the people that will die in your life, that does not have the same impact as being there when they die. True, but if you if you understand the inevitability of time and how that works, which I think he does, I think that he felt a lot of those moments. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. found it, and I understand why. And, they did but it. I, under, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I felt they they wanted to get Loki to where we know our Loki, what I would yeah. call our Loki. They wanted yeah. to get him to our Loki. It was a good good machination to do that. I think they had to because we're used to our Loki and we yeah. wanted that. Yeah, and. I think they got it. They got him to it a bit quicker, but I think they just they wanted to get it under the rug. And go, listen. We know we took a Loki from a different time, a different personality. Here, we're just getting you right back into the Loki. Yeah, you that's, know that's essentially yeah. what it was. Yeah. Well, that's what it felt like anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, you can keep continuing about uh, your your review of this. Oh yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's it all about, Rob? What's it all about? It's about Loki. Okay, cool. That's it. <laughs> that's the episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of want to talk about, I do like the fact that the series was Loki and it was all about Loki, but I don't feel like the care. All right. I, I got to give this series for as much as I enjoyed it. 
I'm going to give it only like a six or a seven out of 10. It's actually the, so here's the thing. I want to say that I loved it, but I loved it because I was willfully ignorant or actively ignorant. I think is probably the best way of going about it. Uh, of a lot of plot holes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and, and essentially that's what it was. It was, it was, I was willing to just be entertained, so I enjoyed it. Yes. If I was not in that mood, it would have been a shit show. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. I enjoyed it watching it, but as I sat and thought about it over the last week or two weeks or however long it's been, I kind of started to go, oh, it wasn't that great. No, and there was a lot of mistakes that they made, and I'm I know that I know them the second, and they're going to just fade. But well, uh, save those. We should we should do that at the end. We should definitely. talk about if, if right. There are yeah, the thing that I just or... said that I'm going to forget about. Let's just totally save that to the end. <laughs> but no, we do we do need to do that because we need to actually cover the info before I can talk about it. Yep, for sure, for sure. So. Yeah, I think they they had a good idea with you know a Loki versus Loki, and I liked the idea of female Loki. I feel oh Sylvie, yeah Sylvie, yep. I feel like they shouldn't have tried to convince us or fool us whether or not she's the Enchantress. Clearly, she is a Loki. I, mm-hmm. I You know, we were always expecting, because she always hated being called Loki. Yeah. And she wanted this other name. And, oh, is she actually a Loki? Or do they? is that part of her ploy to mm. succeed, that she's making them think she's a Loki? I don't like the idea that she... I don't like being called a Loki. Okay, is she or is she not a Loki? Is she... Um, I forget her name now. The Sylvie? Enchantress. Sylvie oh. the Enchantress. Or is she Lady Loki? Which one is she? Which, curiously, her powers ended up being a little bit like Enchantress. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. She's enchanting Yeah, it sounds know, like they very much took the two characters and yeah. bonded them into one, which is fine. I didn't yeah, mind fine. her being her own character. Totally fine. Yeah. Uh, I was totally fine with that. But I didn't like the idea that they played with us on trying to, well, which one is she? Like, out of because they had such a short series and so much to go over in such yeah. a short series, it's like don't jerk us around on stupid shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. don't don't waste your time. Just just wow. fucking assume we're intelligent. But only five percent of people Move watching on. it would have even had that thought at that moment in like the the second episode reveal, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I did like it. Um, I felt like too much happened in too short of a time. Yeah, it was intense. It was a very fast paced series. I, I actually didn't feel like I was overwhelmed or anything. I felt there were certain things that because it was so short, not that it was overwhelmed, overwhelmed, but certain things didn't happen too quickly. So Mobius's turn, for example, yeah, I felt happened too suddenly for him. You mean for him to sympathize with Loki? Not just to sympathize with Loki. Yes, definitely that. But that and then also to turn on the TVA, which he's been a part of for as long as he knows. Yeah. So it's hard. Um, yeah, but at the same time, though, I think that... We by him recruiting a Loki though is showing that he's he's trying to circumvent a lot of the rules of the TVA already. Yes, but clearly he has a very good friend up in the senior. Right, so. but as soon as he, that comes into question, that's when he flips. Yes, but she was clearly his friend, and she she's going through. I forget her name. The leader of the TVA, Mobius's friend. Wow, uh, are we all doing to, this bad? Eh? Yeah, we're yep. It's been, it's been a couple br- of weeks, I, man. You know how this goes. <laughs> Uh, Ro- uh, Renslayer. Yeah, Ravana. Yep. Yep. Yes. Love that actress's name, Gugu Mbatha-Ra. That is so unique. That, that is an interesting yeah, yeah. name. So she's a interesting because she had this friend with Mobius, and she went through kind of a similar thing as Mobius, where she found out that everything she was told was a lie. But 
Mobius, but they, they became at odds at each other because Mobius wanted to shake up the system and she wanted to double down on yep. law and order. Whereas Mobius was convinced into chaos. Mm. And to me, a part of this was the whole argument here was free will. Yeah. That was the theme of the entire yep. series. I, totally. I don't think that's in question. Mm. I think that was definitely a big theme of it. I don't think that was the theme of it, no. See, and I figured it was chaos and free will and, and are those two linked? Because Loki is clearly a god of mischief and chaos. That's clearly how they perceived him and treated him. He TVA is this embodiment of law and order mm -hmm. whereas yeah. Lokis are an embodiment of chaos right that's why they were all shunted yeah the worlds they lived in were chaos Loki tends to be an adversary to the TVA because he is chaotic and TVA is, mm. is restrictive and lawful mm -hmm. that's that's true but I thought that the series was more about understanding yourself and what your place is in the world and what you want to be um, cause Loki's oh, yeah. whole thing was, uh, when he's meeting all these other Lokis and he's kind of like being like, okay, that's not me or that is that, that part could be me in the future yeah. and stuff like that. But also at the same time, we see him as a character kind of really evolve because he goes from, he's like, oh, he's always saying like, oh, I'm a God, I'm a God, I'm a God. But by the end of it, he's like, he's just trying to hold everything together. And, and it's not about him anymore though. It's about him. He's like, Hey, we need to look beyond ourselves. I, I kind of agree, but I think they made some things that don't make sense, that, that counter that point. Sure. So at the beginning, they made it very clear he's a narcissist, and the only yeah. thing he can ever like is himself. Turns out, the only one he has a crush on is himself. Yeah, but not really. Like, I mean, as it's soon, himself, as, soon that's as, the whole as, I know, but at the same time, it's like, it's like, if he hooked up with Alligator Loki, it's like, is he hooking up with himself, really? Yes. Croaky. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes, he is. Okay. That that's exactly what it would be, but I think that was a detriment. I don't think he should have fallen in love with Sylvia. I get it, and mostly being in a character evolution state, he comes from "I'm a god, I'm self-important," to now he's going, "Well, this other me is self-important." It's like, okay, that's still you. Like, you haven't changed your view on yourself. Well, maybe that reflection of himself, though gave him an insight into his own vulnerability or his own uh, self-interest, right? No, because okay. he had that before he met her when he saw the Infinity Stones right. inside the guy's drawer and he went, holy shit, is this the ultimate power in the universe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, the whole idea, though, is that um, with a lot of the characters, it really comes down to a lot of self-doubt that kind of judges their actions. And it kind of really kind of comes together, and I'm just going to kind of jump into the end here, um, when we meet up with a character who is Ken the Conqueror, um, or, not by name, but not apparently. not by name. Well, the, he's not by this one design, by casting, yeah, yeah. and by well, backstory. But it's not, but it's not him though, right? It is technically it, it's, it's not actually the not him. It's yeah, not Kane yeah. the Conqueror. It's Kane, whatever the, the one run, the, run, the, ruler of the remains. Yeah, he yeah. Kane the remainer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> until until more come out. Um, yeah. But uh, the the whole idea is though is that he. Never, like, Kang never had any problem with what was going on. He knew everything that was going to happen up to a certain point. And the, the whole time when he's, like, he's doing this whole show, he's happy because he understands his place in the world. He knows why he's there. Mm. And then, and of course, then once it gets to the point where he no longer knows what happens, 
he gets excited now because it's like he's like oh hey this is amazing this yeah. is like the first time where i can finally be myself and experience something i don't know yet and then he dies four minutes later yeah so it was perfect <laughs> so i took first of all i got so much to talk about when it comes down yeah to i know i know because we so kind of we, we kind of started a little bit and we're like hey we need to not talk about this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we did we start it's, we're on the it's, phone it's it's hard not yeah. to yeah. It's, hard it's hard not, not to, to. we yeah. had to shut each other up yeah. So, okay, are we diving into Kang here? Fuck it. I mean, like, ultimately, the show is entertaining. Watch it. It's worth it. Owen Wilson does an amazing job as Mobius. Yes. Uh, Hiddleston and, and fuck everybody. Oh, I my God. Tara Strong best. as Miss Minutes was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think it's the best of all three. Of the three 100%. Oh, yeah, totally, the, three, the three primary totally, characters. Yeah. yeah. But I do still find there's weaknesses, and I want to talk about the weaknesses because yeah. they mostly come out. At the end, yeah, I, I sure okay. At just... the end, I hit the ending and went, "Oh, okay, I see where it failed because I wasn't expecting it." I, you don't know where the ending is going to be until you're done, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think honestly, this was uh, along with who you said the strongest Marvel show so far. I think, uh, in my opinion, it's a lot closer to like a nine out of ten. You know, in terms of how I'd rate it, uh, it actually turned Loki into a character who I liked well enough into probably one of my favorite characters in the MCU currently. I think they elevated the character and I, I really commend them on seeing an opportunity to take this character who for all intents and purposes could have easily been written off after uh, Endgame. You know, because that, that was the end of the character as far as we yeah. knew and they elevated the character now uh, to someone who is a- at least a- apparent apparently has some sort of empathy, right? Even he though had they didn't... empathy in Ragnarok and stuff, yeah, like but that. but even yeah. though he, this one didn't take the same path, you know, they yeah. still they still achieved right. it with the character, and then they even like you know, it, you it, took it a step further. Yeah, the idea though is they show that all Lokis are essentially redeemable if they're given the right circumstances. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. an interesting way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. So in in the end, yeah, I would say this was it, it was the smartest, it was the best, it was the most well acted. Like you said, Owen Wilson as Mobius was fucking awesome. Like yeah. it's so good oh, as Mobius. And more to that point too, with old Loki. When he finally does something not for himself, too, at the end. Oh, yeah. What is his name? The actor's name. Um, God, he's popular. He's been That's around a for a long time. Yeah, I don't yeah. know him. Richard E. Grant is classic yeah. Loki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was a really, really good role for him. Yes. So, yeah, he was. had a lot of good things to say about it, too, uh, having been in a role and gotten played. He really, really enjoyed nice. it himself. Yeah, I know there was a comment from him about expecting a muscle suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. He, he he was just wearing these spandex that make him look lanky and stupid. yeah, yeah. yeah. like the classic, yeah. like the classic Loki. Loki. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "Well, where's my like muscle suit?" And they're like, "Oh, no, 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 no you're this wearing is, that. This is what you're wearing." He's like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, nope, this is you, guy." And uh, to be honest, though, in this day and age, if you rock it, you'll come out on top. Oh yeah, he rocked yeah. it. He yeah, rocked Sophie. It. So uh, Sophia DiMartino is Sylvie, another great female character they've introduced into the universe yeah. now, and absolutely stole the show at a few points throughout. And uh, and also Jonathan Majors, of course, is Kang, aka He Who Remains, as we know him in this series. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I think we're getting a very different flavor of Jonathan Majors acting once another Kang comes along. Yes, yeah, yeah. hundred, no, hundred percent. But it was cool to see like he's going to get to act with some range because but, he got to do this first, right? Yeah. Yes, and that's the thing. So first of all, let's let's get to my. What I don't like about Kang and his ending. Sure. Okay. Because then we're gonna. Because then so, you're gonna gush about it afterwards. Yeah. So because I first of all I I love that actor. Yeah. Um, I've seen him in. A I few thought he things. did awesome as Atticus in uh in uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, he was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I loved him. He so Kang in this is a character who was I don't want to say he caused chaos essentially by combining the universes right through his technology. Yeah. And. He, he's the one Kang, he who remains. Yeah. Not just at the end of time, but he who remains among the the war. Yeah. yeah. And so he is this character of law. 
hundred percent, hundred percent, because his clearly his solution to the world was order. Was order, yeah, pure bureaucratic, hard standing order. Yep, yeah, and so he enjoyed that. That's where he was okay. I know what's going to happen. I know how this is going to work out. Therefore, we are okay, yeah. right? I hate the fact. That when the time came that he didn't understand what was going to happen. Oh, that he didn't freak out? That he didn't become solemn. He didn't become sad. He became happy. Because this is a character who he he's worked not just a lifetime. He's worked all time. All time. Yeah. To produce order. And now that he can't control it, his first response is to be happy that there's the chance that everything I worked for is done. No, this should be a time where he's like... Now he, you should see panic, and you should see uh, not upset, but panic. Like, what's gonna happen? I got you. Maybe he go, he goes crazy trying to over order things. I think he was bored. So yeah, that that to be honest, I actually believe I found him more believable because for all of time he's had nothing but order. Yeah, I get that. And, and then like, but the thing was that he knew that he was done at that point. That was it for him. He's like, look, this is where my story ends. No, he knows he that it's not the end. No, but he knew that that's where yeah. he ended because that's why he was trying to find the Lokis. And he was trying to convince them to take over. Spot, yeah, because he knew that at that point he was done. He, see, it sounds like based on one of his statements, he said, if you kill me, I'll just come back and we'll start this all over again. Right, but the, but that's because he knows that time will repeat itself. Yeah. And he'll... and a version of him, which will be him mentally, right? Because mm-hmm. he'll just regress we'll come, back to we'll the come back around. Yeah, and we'll he'll come win back around. Yeah. I want Blue Kang, though. I want Blue Kang. <laughs> Blue Kang. <laughs> That's just a mask. He's just a white dude underneath. Or a black dude. I want Blue or Kang. Or black dude, yeah. His original version is yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a white Egyptian-looking guy. I want that. Slightly That's tanned. what I want. That's cool. Yeah, it, that's just a mask. That's yeah, yeah. that's what people they always see him like. Oh, he's an alien. Like, no, he's just wearing weird, goofy armor from the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want that. I want to see it. So I actually don't <coughs> like the fact that he became happy. I think he should have been scared because his entire all of time's work is coming to an end, and it's potentially coming to an end in the exact way he wanted to stop. Yeah, but you're. I think that that's predicated on uh, a personal bias only because um you see it as something needs to stand forever but i think that the idea is that once you've made something good it's become perfected then it's time to move on to the next thing you remember that's his whole thing he wanted it to stand forever yeah he well he wanted it to stand until the end of time which is forever which technically ended when time fractured (laughs) do you think think he set himself up to fail because obviously within the tva this was this was the only environment that was introduced as an environment that was completely within his control and obviously the variance and the different universes outside that were not always under his control which is why the tva was nabbing all the all the variants yeah i think that ultimately what it came down to was that he he doesn't care not because like not for the reasons you guys are i think jumping to because he knows that even if he fails it doesn't matter because he knows that it will return back to where it's supposed to be okay okay so like this is like like when he says those things, it's because he knows that order is going to win at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And either it's going to be him or it's going to be them. And somebody's going to figure it out. But he said that you're not going to like the guy that comes after me. But he also did say, like, we will be back here again. So, like, yeah. ultimately, even if chaos reigns at the end of the day, order prevails. See, that also doesn't make any sense to me. So, 
Shrug. You no, like, like I said, there's plot holes, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> because he's like, hey, I don't know what's going to happen at the at You know, when, when this is all done, I don't know what time's going to look like after this, right after that certain yeah. point. Oh, wait, but suddenly you say you do? That you know it's going to come back? Well, how well, can he, you know? How can you be so elated that you don't know what's going to happen? He just said there would be worse versions of him coming. Yeah, but then he says we'll just be back doing this again. So he he implies that he knows that inevitably he may not know exact mm. details of how it gets there, yeah. but he knows it'll eventually reach that point. Again. I, I think well, he's because just he's trying just, to manipulate them at that point. Could be, yeah. but I mean, at the, at the, the thing is that he's already at the end of time, so that even if uh, this new branchling timeline comes out, the end of time is still the end of time. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it but doesn't make a lot of sense the, right I, now. It's like one of those things where it's like, it might not be even comprehensible. So it's like, why even bother trying to figure it out? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, I was able to suspend my disbelief and think of this as a, holy shit, this could be really cool if they utilize this. Yeah. One thing we were talking about just before we shut each other up last time was I really, really, really want, what I want out of this is that for every Marvel movie that comes out from here until the end of, I think it's probably going to be Secret Wars, right? We're all looking at this. It's going towards I think Secret it's going, Wars. Yeah, it seems that it'll be going that way. I mean, it'll go, I don't think it'll stop. It won't stop until people stop watching it, but. Yeah, but I think this arc is the Secret yeah. Wars arc. Yeah, I think and that's right. I want to see every Marvel movie from here until the end of that story arc that for whatever reason, a version, a different version of Kang is the villain. Now, yeah, cool. yeah. he doesn't necessarily need to, need to be like the villain that's in the movie per se as the one acting the, the, on the, the, the... Yeah. He doesn't need to be the protagonist. He just needs to be involved in some way causing it. Kind of like Thanos was during the first one, but a yeah. different version of Kang. It has to be a different version of Kang and a different personality. With, the, with one overarching, which was Kang the Conqueror. Yes. But we should see both. In each situation. Yes. I want to see different Kangs every time yeah. because I like the idea of a fractured Kang always coming on top. Yeah. That now, makes him or a even just, Or even just almost beating them a little bit more every time so that they know, like, next time we might not win. Yeah. that uh, no, Because no. the idea is that he says somebody worse is going to be coming. So that doesn't mean that somebody worse isn't going to be coming again and again and again until you... Finally find the one that is powerful enough to beat you. That would work too. I think I can get behind that. I like I like the different versions of Kang more. Well, no, they can be different. Though they can be hundred oh, percent different. But the idea is that even though they're different, it's just a matter of they're trying to find the right formula to cancel out whoever the heroes are. I see what you're saying. So eventually somebody will. Yeah, Kang six five three two, which would be Kang the Sang's... Conqueror, right? Yeah, would... I like that. Yeah, and I'm curious, like, because there were so many themes around the sacred timeline in this versus other timelines. I'm curious if, because at the very end, we see Loki kind of kick kick back through the the portal into what appears to be just the TVA that, that we know, and he ends up finding Mobius in there. But the Mobius he finds is not... Not the same. It's not the same, yeah. So I almost wonder if, like, at that moment, did he end up in the same... Marvel MCU universe we've been following, or is he in a completely different one now? I think he's different in a different one. one. Yeah. Okay. The, you no. Know, yeah. It was confirmed. He was sent to the wrong one by accident. Not, so I'm very curious here. Then, so is there going to be a point during this? Because at some point they're going to introduce mutants and Fantastic Four and all this stuff. Maybe, right. maybe sooner than later. And, right. And that that we pretty much know it's going to be because of this. Yeah. Exactly. So because the Earth yeah. that we've been following in the MCU is Earth uh, one thousand, sorry, one hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. 
So that's official. So that is that is the Earth version that we're following here, right? Oh, okay. So uh, up to this point, up to the very end of Loki. So I'm curious now if if this if Loki's story, because it's obviously they hinted at season two, is going to continue. Oh no, it's confirmed specifically yeah. in that, uh, or or if it's going to branch back into the universe that we already know. But honestly, they could take it so many directions from here, and I'm so excited to see. Obviously, Multiverse of Madness is still a yeah. ways off, but I'm curious how they're going to sort of resolve that to some extent and, and continue on. But yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that this series did extremely well, and I think we could, we should touch on a little bit here, is uh, I really, really, really like episode one, and I really liked how we had this big problem kind of hanging over our heads after Endgame, right? Where the ultimate power in the universe, as far as we know from 21 movies, is the uh, Infinity Stones, right? And the Infinity yes. Gauntlet and all that. And I really, really appreciate it. They took a moment in this to just really walk that all the way back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when it's in some jackass's drawer. Yeah. You're like, what? When it's just in Casey's drawer and he's giving him out his paperweights. Like now, here, okay, here's what I've got to ask you guys. So do you think that it's like that because I think they, there's... It's unpowered at that point. Is it inside deep... In the TVA, no magic works. Yeah, in the TVA, there's no magic. Okay, yeah. so that's what it was. Yeah. See, I didn't know if it was because of that or because we know canonically that the... Um, the the Infinity Gauntlet only has the power over the universe in which they are in. Oh, yes. that could be which true, they are yeah. created in or yeah, yeah. you know manifested. Could in. Go either way. And the idea is that the TVA is outside it's of time, outside of that universe. Therefore, yeah. it does it has no work. power. It, could, it could be both. It could be that, but they they at least said that this is a place where magic doesn't exist. Yeah, right? I think yeah. I think it's because it's like it's like a. Essentially, a pocket dimension. Yeah, yeah. That just rides along the timeline. Right. Yeah, yeah right. that makes sense. It's kind of yeah. like think of it like a like a maintenance uh, track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And even even the the sort of um, uh, the sort of final mansion that they end up in, can't, you know, the the one who remains is oh, and mansion. Of Zyle, yeah, that's it's almost like that's buried whatever. even deeper. Is like another little pocket dimension, but it's even tinier. You know what I mean? And for whatever reason, oh, for sure. he can other... actually see the timelines happening all around him for whatever reason from there. Yes. So, now, yeah. is it, was it just me, or did it definitely seem? I don't know if it was on purpose or not that the timeline was in fact a full loop. Oh, did it? It looked I, to if me it was, like it I didn't went, catch um, it. It looked to so, me like it went around the castle. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, that's interesting because I saw that too. But I actually forgot it. So, I wasn't sure if that was just a visual effect. That's really what it comes down neither to. Neither was I. But if that's done intentionally, which it's entirely possible, um, then cool. And I mean, yeah, that makes sense. If time is cyclical, it should be. Yeah. It's a timeline. doesn't mean that the line doesn't meet back up with itself sometime. Yep. Agreed. I I just didn't know if that was supposed. No one ever confirmed whether that was intentional. I don't or... think it matters, to be honest. At the end of the day, no, you're probably right. It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those things where you look at, it, you're like, "Cool, here's the joint." <laughs> like, <laughs> speaking of that, I do love in the first. I think the first episode was my favorite. In for yeah. one moment and one moment alone, when he gets dropped and like, "Welcome to the machine detecting machine. Yeah. If you're a robot, <laughs> it will disintegrate disintegrate you. How do I know if I'm not a robot?" You don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's trying to convince himself. He's like, I'm not, I'm not a robot. I don't think I'm a robot. And then he goes through and he's fine. It was so good, man. Yeah. It was so was good. good. It, it's funnier for a character that's intelligent enough to think like, oh shit, I actually could be a robot. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like most people would just be like, yeah, I'm definitely not a fucking robot. Just walk on through. Yeah. But like anyone who, you know, just thinks theory could trap themselves in a loop mm. of like, like, 
paralyzing thought. Yes, exactly. Yeah. From a from a writing perspective too, I think this is probably one of the smartest pieces of MCU MCU filmmaking that we currently have. Uh, I thought some of the turns and plot turns were were really fucking fascinating. So one was the um, uh, sorry, I just absolutely lost my train of thought. Nice. Give me two seconds. You lost the timeline. You'll have to cut this part. <laughs> It was, it was I, lost, I lost the timeline. Yeah, it was Perch. Yeah, I'm a variant now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll jump in right here then. Go for it. Another thing that I got to say, it bugged me. Oh my God. Here we go. Loki's whole, I'm I'm set for glorious purpose at the beginning. And the whole <laughs> I thing. I actually is, love that. Yeah. I am for glo- I'm here for glory. I have a glorious purpose. Um, the whole idea is that he gets slapped, bitch slapped down to, no, you don't. Yeah. yeah. But yet, at the, the end of the it jester. all, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. But yet, at the end of it all, he does have glorious purpose. Yeah, no, that's the idea. Yeah. Getting, getting 100%. in that sweet, sweet Sylvie. Well, the, well, yeah. no, no. The, the glorious purpose is that he's supposed to be sharing control over time with Sylvie. Yeah, but I just find that weird. That again, I don't feel like his character changed. His character changed in the sense of we turned him from the Loki all in one episode, the Loki yeah. from. New York. Well, I think that, that, but aside from that, he never really changed. He yeah. never evolved. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say, so for the writing, uh, I really like the idea of their, their, so it's kind of almost like a little investigation happening in the first couple episodes of them trying to track down the other Loki, right? So mm-hmm. before we knew that it was Sylvie and they end up, uh, he ends up coming up with the idea about this like uh, cataclysmic sort of domain right. that, that she was living in. So she's jumping between cataclysmic events on the timeline oh, in order to hide yeah. because her actions don't have any effect on the timeline there. Yes. So I, th- yeah. I thought that was really smart. I was very, very impressed with that. that it's fun. it's like they, the the little the little devices that they use in Marvel properties keep getting a, just a, a little bit more complex, a little bit more complicated. But that one was just very, very smart and it was easy to understand. Yes. And, and, and the whole um, Mount Vesuvius scene was was a pretty good explanation <laughs> of it. Like that was that was great. That was yeah, great. That was great. So, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, that was just what I was saying about the writing. Is I just thought that was brilliant too. So yeah, and then, it, it was great. And then some of the exchanges between Loki and Sylvie, just I, I, I thought they were very real. I thought they were heartfelt. And uh, and 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 particularly there, there was one scene uh, in it as well that I thought was just really brilliant. A little less talking, a little more running and fighting. But the scene where they're trying to make it to the ship on that planet that was being destroyed. Mm. Oh yeah. And, and 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 so they get into this city, and it's just absolute chaos. So they're like they're fighting, they're fighting off the guards, and they're fighting you know uh, looters, right? Because the world oh, yeah. is ending and everything. And then yeah. they're all, at the same time there's like these rocks crashing down. It was just such a cool fucking scene. Like I was just and it blows up. Yeah, and then it <laughs> blows up, of course. But at, at, it, when I was watching that scene with with uh, with Mrs. Alex Austin at home, I was I was watching it with her, and, and honestly. Uh, I, I stopped and I said, you know what? Like, I'm extremely impressed again by just how creative these people are. So I, I just I was completely blown away by that. It was just something that really caught me off guard as being really, really different and uh, and really special. So one thing I'm looking at uh, is there was a really clever discussion again in kind of that same episode you're talking about, where they're on the planet, they're trying to escape the planet, mm. and Loki's like, I, I can't. Like he he's positioning himself. And there's almost like a power struggle between Sylvie and Loki yeah. Yeah. to who's going to sit facing backwards. Yeah. yeah. And the reason that's such a struggle is there is a problem where Loki and like the like the known written stuff of Loki. Like Norse mythology? Norse Loki, yeah. He doesn't like riding backwards. Interesting. Um, so this is like a little little piece of the original original Loki yeah. character from Norse mythology that's made it all the way into modern yes, modern times. Exactly. Wild. 
Wow. It was a really cool little, that's awesome. little that's struggle cool. there. I'm like, oh, that was clever. Wow. Huh. It's really cool to see them do stuff like that. Like these little bits and pieces that kind of make it all the way through. That just makes it a little bit more real and ties it a little bit more to real mythology, real culture. Yes. You know, things like that. It's really fascinating. Huh. Yeah, and the other thing I don't like, they have this whole Nexus event where Sylvie and Loki touch each other, and they, you know they're clearly getting intimate, mm-hmm. and it does something unique and special. Yeah, and then it doesn't happen when they're in like the afterworld place. I think it was like a beacon saying, like, yeah, these are the people that are coming to like that's like the beacon saying, like, hey, all right, now we're coming up to the end. That Nexus event specifically, hmm. I think it's a marker. But I they think- did they did unlock the mansion though once they did it at the end. <laughs> Yeah, that was a, through a different method. Yeah, but the idea was the same. It was the connection. I was wondering if maybe Kang had more to do with it. And it was less about them. Well, Kang apparently manipulated all of it. That's what I mean. Is Was it less, oh, their relationship caused the Nexus event? Or was it Kang going, you know, flicking the dice, going, hey, we need to move this along? Both. He was flicking the Loki was, boner? I think it was both. He was flicking the Loki boner a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, the, that he had for himself? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Honestly, uh, I can't wait to see where this goes. I'm very, very excited for the MCU in general after seeing this. The first two series, don't get me wrong, were both very, very good. Uh, each one sort of increased in quality over the last, starting yes. with WandaVision. Uh, and then, of course, Captain Falcon Winter Soldier was very good. Um, and uh, it's really good to see now just how well positioned we are to see the universe move forward in the films. I got to add one more shit pile. Yes, please. Nice. I am not happy that I do not feel closure at the end of it. Nothing mm. actually happened. Um, Something happened as like a setup for future stuff, but nothing came full circle in a series. There was no. Um, there wasn't. I a disagree. Pr- Did, something something happened. It's just we're not really privy to what it is. No, because Sylvie's still somewhere, and something still happened when she assassinated. Yes, but there is no the one clo- who character no, closure. I disagree. Or closure. Though because we totally got some with Loki. Because the thing about it, the first time he shows up in the TVA. He's, I'm God Loki. The first time he shows up in the last version of the TVA that we see, his first thing is, you guys got to help me. Oh, that's an interesting statement. Hmm. I never noticed. I didn't I didn't perceive that. Hmm. Yeah, he's going to them for help. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. yeah. That's a good take. He's huh. a different character altogether at that point. Well, yeah. That's interesting. I, I still don't feel like I felt complete. I feel like there's... But like he, he, like he was also looking at them as friends, as equals. Like he wasn't yeah. looking at them as like, hey, Beneath pawns. Me. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I do like that. Okay, I, I did notice that. Yeah, well, it, it, it was subtle, I guess. Yeah. So. And again, that's like kind of why he's like one of my favorite characters. Now he's made this turn, and obviously, he's, this journey was pretty incredible and pretty, uh, I think, exceptional uh, regarding other characters in the MCU. Because a lot of times we only get the character development in the films, and and now that we're starting to see it become more and more in the shows, a little less so with WandaVision. Slightly more so in Captain Falcon Winter Soldier and a lot more so in this, right? Where they're just focusing yes. on Loki and, and, and Sylvie and their character development. But yeah, really fascinating to see where this goes next. Um, so next up is, well, now the Black Widow's out. Next up is actually going to be um, uh, Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, I'm excited I, for that. Are you? So, oh, yeah. Well, it's oh, Marvel it's Kung Fu. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't know if I care. So, cause oh, just wait, wait. My last Kung Fu foray just, did not yeah, go yeah, that well. Yeah, ignore that. Just ignore that. Ignore you're, that. Talking, you're talking about Iron no, 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 Fist? No, no, we just, Oh, I said it. Said I said it. it. <laughs> but it. you have to say just it three times. Just edit that out. Just edit that out. Just edit it out. If you say it three times, the network Stop. executive shows up and just like dick slaps you across the face. No, but no, no, seriously. Um, give this a shot. Give okay. us a shot. You'll, I think you'll like it. All right. I'm hoping. 
Yeah. I've placed all my trust in Simu. Simu I mean, if not, so. I'll just blame Disney. I do that anyway. <laughs> I've gotten really good at it. <laughs> I love Disney, though. I'm going to blame Kathleen Kennedy just because. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Unrelated. Actually, I don't even know. Like, I, I mean, I think she's the face, so she definitely gets slapped the most. But I'm not even sure really like that she deserves the blame for a lot of these things. So I want... I for the longest time shit on Kathleen Kennedy. Oh yeah, me too. And I, and I actually feel bad about it. But I, I legitimately do. Yeah, but I was watching a documentary, um, the movies that made us. Yes. And or the films that made us, whatever it's called. And she's been in a lot of old films. And not just yeah, she was involved with a lot of them and yeah. a lot of great ones. Well, like, oh yeah. Fundamentally oh, altered. Indiana Jones, world. stuff like that. Yes. Uh, yep. she was there. Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah. Uh, well, she oh, was shit. like Spielberg and yeah. well, what'd she do for Jurassic Park? She was a producer or something? Yeah, she was a pro- yeah, uh, she, she was, was on the production. I didn't know that. School. Yeah. She, yeah. Basically, if Spielberg was there, she was she, likely not far behind. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. She and then very... and then she teamed up with JJ afterward. Well, but obviously yeah. Spielberg yeah. is like a fucking creative titan. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Like it's and, just he's and just such she, a goddamn she worked force. With a lot, she worked with really good people. Like that's the thing is like you have to realize like she is she knows what she's doing at the end of the day. Did she do it? Uh, so was she in that same circle? Like. Um, did she ever work with like Robert Zemeckis or anybody like that? Then yes. too, like yeah, Back yeah. to the Future. But, like, she, but it, she really, was also, she was also see that's like, interesting that she's from that crew. And she was on in Lucasfilm. Like wow. she was on in Lucasfilm yes. for a wow, long wow, wow. fucking time. Like huh. she's she's not like some new blood. But like, I mean, I think that like a lot of people just don't agree with her the way that she kind of carries herself and the way that she puts herself out there. But at the same time, like you can't deny she yeah. has a very strong repertoire, and that cannot be coincidence. Not well, with she that co-founded many. Amblin. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Interesting. Like, wow. She is not, like, she is. She's got, not a joke. Yeah, she's not a joke. That's, that's really what it comes down to is like when you actually take the time to do the research on somebody, you can really fast find Interesting. out. Interesting. Like, it says, as producer, yeah. she is third behind Kevin Feige and Spielberg in domestic box office receipts with over $7.5 as of 2020. Yeah. So that's, that's fucking impressive. It is. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Her first film, apparently, as a producer was E.T. Crazy. Yeah. So crazy. We make fun of her for Star Wars, and we hammer on her for ruining well, Star Wars. but I mean, like, but, now, now we know the true story about that, and that they, it was just directionless. It was directionless. Abrams, Abrams, Abrams that's admitted it to it. Abrams admitted to it. Yes. So. But I think that's part of the producer's problem. It, it, I think that there was a lot of stuff. It was a giant IP that was just acquired. Let's not forget that. They jumped into it way too quickly. They should have started with the one-offs first. You're right. And then had a, a, a solid right. vision going right. forward. Yeah. And they didn't do that, and they paid the price. So, yep. like, at this point in time... Right now, I think they're just going to ride it out. They're going to keep producing new stuff and just kind of let the stuff that didn't do well fade. Yeah, the thing and, is, and really, we're, we're getting a whole and, and they, slew and they, of content. And they so. will redo them. Yep. Don't get, don't, do not fucking kid yourself. They're going to redo yeah. everything. And yeah. I think Disney as a whole, especially since they're the ones highly involved owning Marvel and stuff, they have learned their lesson. They're one of the few brands that knows, I think has fundamentally learned, you can't just expect for people to like your stuff because it's old. Yeah. You have yep. to love and you have to give it time. And you have to respect mm-hmm. stuff to a degree at least. If you're going to make changes, you have to do them over time. Yes. Yeah. And I, that's true for everything though. Like, it that's is. Not, that's not unique to But this. a lot of people try, a lot of movie companies try and push things forward because they think faster. it's in vogue. Yeah. Well, because they, they, not just in vogue, they, they want to get it now while people love it because they think it's going to go away. And they also want the money now. They don't want it later and they're trying yeah. to push it. They think they can just push it because there's yeah. nostalgia there. Yeah. But, I think with Loki and stuff like that, where they're having these slow, they're no longer just going, here's a new blockbuster movie. They're going, here's something that's going to tease you for next time. Here's a little bit of drip feed. Here yeah, that's what it is. So, yeah. yeah, they're, they've, um, yeah. They're giving you the fruit by the foot, but they're holding back on some of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for their big stuff. And <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really good way of doing it. I, I really, 
wish I, I felt like this series Loki was more of just a look at what's to come. It's a setup for what's yeah, to come. Totally. Not totally. a story. I, the problem is I felt like it wasn't a story in and of itself. I don't think happened in and of itself. Every everything that happened is there to just set up secret wars. And more mm. more immediately is multiverse of madness. Yeah. So that that's what's going to happen next, right? In in this particular storyline. Yes. We, we've so. got some good Marvel stuff coming. I'm excited for the mutants. I'm excited for the Fantastic Four yeah. because I think that the Fantastic Four has been done dirty, but I think that Disney will put it together in time to do it properly. Yeah, and I think uh, so. This year we have Shang Chi, but we also have the Eternals too. So the Eternals is going to introduce some characters into the MCU that that could yeah. be the kind that lead the Avengers in the future, right? Particularly in Secret Wars. So it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, we, I think we are still getting Agents of Sh- Sword. Yeah. Which is going to have a lot of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. alumni. That's great. That's great news. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, Hell yeah. I think this reinvigorated, as much as I gave it a bad rating, and I'm, I'm not happy about it as a series by itself, it reinvigorated my excitement for the future of the Marvel movies yep. again because it went holy shit this is where they're going they're willing to go crazy well, oh well, dude, that, yeah, that was so and, sweet and that was the thing so when good. everyone was starting to say like hey I'm just like done with these movies I'm like you don't understand they're not done with you yet <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you're, you're gonna be disinterested for a bit, and then something's gonna come along. A character that you actually like is gonna come along. You're like, fuck, and then you're gonna watch it all, yeah, just so you understand when this character comes in, what's going on. When when you said that, I, I just, I it invoked the Rorschach line, like, yeah, it's all in here with me. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent what it is, though. You're not done with me because because yeah, yeah. here's I'm the, not done with you. Exactly. Did yeah, you, did exactly you right. like, okay, so we got to the end of like, you know, the Thanos storyline and you're like, that's it. We've tied this knot. We're good. Yeah. So many people said that all of those people, every single fucking one of them that I've talked to since then have all been still staying with current shit. I think that's the value of the comic. <laughs> I don't think world. it's a bad thing though. No, it's not. I think it's a good thing that a, there's so much to pick and choose from because there's such a long history. There's a lot to love. There's a lot to love. There's yeah. a lot to hate, but there's a oh, lot yeah, to love. And but they can just they can just cherry pick the best yeah. ones. And the thing is, they cherry pick the secret wars. The secret wars took what one maybe two years to full, like completely come together in the comics. Yeah. Whereas in movies, it's gonna take like, a decade. It's gonna take a decade, dude. And they got like, a lot of stories. There's to like make. a thousand yeah. heroes and villains that they could and pull from the MCU, and like you said, we're we're getting the best ones, you know, which is awesome. You know what I mean? But they're they're gonna keep doing that, and, and we'll get new ones. Stuff coming. We're gonna get new yeah. ones too. Yeah, and I mean, like, I can't wait for this Moon Knight, man. Moon Knight's gonna be oh, sick. Moon Knight's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for yeah. Moon Knight. Um, I'm also uh really interested to see kind of what they're gonna do with Star Wars because they're they're making this very very obvious fucking move. Have you been paying attention to this? I might have missed it. Go ahead. Or Adam, have you been no, seeing no, this? No, no, no. So they've made another era within Star Wars. Oh, the the the, the, high, the Repu- high Republic. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've so, talked about. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it. Yeah, but like people were like, oh, oh, when are they doing the Old Republic? And I think that probably still will at some point. Yeah, doesn't matter. But yeah, but at the same time, when they're doing this, the only reason why they're doing it is because they know that it's not going to piss anyone off because yeah. it's a hundred percent new. Yep. And they'll have complete creative control. But that is the era to watch. Because that's when you're going to know if Disney knows Star Wars or not. Yes. Yes. Because at that point, not only do they have a free path to chart, they also have the total ability to draw outside the lines with crayon like a bunch of jackasses. Yes, you're absolutely right. So this is where you can know if they're like, okay, did they learn from the mistakes of the shit that they fucked up early? Yep. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay if they've... I mean... 
I'm not happy about it. Obviously the old, the newest movies, like the, the trilogy that came out with under Disney, but at the same time, if, if that's the thing that has to die on the fire for me to get everything awesome, like, have you seen the trailer for visions? No. Are you fucking serious? Have you seen the? Uh, I have, and I've also. That's okay, the we're gonna one? yeah, we're gonna watch it yeah. before I go. Just the trailer on YouTube. Okay. A couple yeah. minutes, you're gonna love it. Um, but yeah, like there's some really good shit coming. Mm. And there's gonna be some bad shit. There's gonna hundred percent be some bad shit that's coming. But at the same time, we're gonna get more Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm whatever. Mandalorians are Mandalorians. Give me give but me like, some more Boba Fett. I'm mm. Andor. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for Andor. That's really? like a, a rebel saboteur. What, what I like doesn't most, care. Are you kidding me? Is, yeah, I feel like Disney is finally because they they've run the course of like the normal stuff. Something happened with this whole Marvel thing where now Disney, I feel like, is one of the few brands that really do understand nostalgia and do understand these old brands. Well, they 100 percent understand nostalgia. Oh, yes, yeah. I think they just had growing pains with Star Wars because I think it's just it was too big, too fast. Yes, yeah. but. I, they do understand these old comics, and they yeah. understand how to bring them into the future, and I think that's great. Now we're seeing they're willing to take something, tweak it, mm-hmm. go a little bit beyond, and just take it to the moon. Yeah, which like is with fine. Loki, they took it to the moon, and then the moon exploded yeah. and killed them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think that's like th- that's what's so great, and that's what excites me is I can see Marvel going. All right, let's stretch our legs more now. We've yeah. got we they have to stretch their legs because you you need to be the next level up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and they're clearly capable and willing to do it. It just and requires it, actual direction. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like they they have to know well, where it's headed. They, they have to stay on top of it too. Otherwise, DC is eventually going to get their shit together and come after them. That's going to take a while. Oh uh, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. This new this new uh, Suicide Squad looks pretty good. Yeah, but the problem is, it's, it's they're still trying to include that in the old universe. Yeah, I know. They, it's yeah, not they creating a, their they own. Need a, they need a, well, Michael B. Jordan is supposed to be helming a Black Superman series on HBO Max. So yeah, that's I'm excited for that. That's is that? Good. I thought that was still just a rumor. No, it's confirmed now. Really? So what? What's not confirmed is if he's also going to star in it. Oh, okay, okay. So it's his series that they've handed off to to him as producer, presumably director or something. Okay. But yeah, they, they haven't said if he's actually going to be Superman, which, why wouldn't he be? I mean, the dude's jacked and he can obviously play superhero roles. Yep, so yep, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see that. That's interesting. It could, the thing is, it could be terrible or it could be great. I don't yeah. give a, I don't give a fuck if he's black Superman no, or care. anything like that. I'm just excited because I think it's going to be good. It looks good. I want to see. <laughs> like the, like the concept of it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I would is. love to see in that is kind of the Miles Morales of yeah. Superman where yep. it's not. You know, mild mannered Clark Kent. I want to see like the Superman who grew up in the ghetto. Yeah, and look how Miles Morales has been embraced since uh, since Into the Spider Verse. You oh, know, they, they they gave this alternate. It doesn't always have to be Peter Parker's. They gave this other one a chance, and he's beloved now. He's but, yeah. absolutely beloved. What yeah. I'm saying is that they they come from like these new evolved versions, and even Gwen became popular. Too. Yeah, even Gwen, Gwen became Gwen, popular. Yeah. yeah. Because Spider-Man, the Miles Morales, I think, is a new age version of Spider-Man. The old Spider-Man was a character who his main arc, like his Peter Parker version, was a downtrodden, undercared for. He was the the guy who got made fun of in class. The one odd one. The the He was a white nerd. He was a white nerd. But <laughs> yeah. he at the time the idea was that he was the underdog. Yes. And okay, that has evolved now. We know that it doesn't yeah. matter how like you're a nerd and white. Trust me, you're not the most underdog guy in New York. Right? No. Right. Yeah. We not all by, accept not this by now. a long shot. Not by a long <laughs> shot. And that's been accepted now. Um, and so we brought in Miles Morales, who comes from the real down and out yes. version of New York, and he's a real underdog. Mm. And so you all you get the same concept, the same core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but a different version. He's, he's still so, sp- he's Spider Man. He's still Spider Man. Yes. He's just not Peter Parker. And right. that's what I want to see. With I would love to see a kind of the same version, a Harlem Superman, where because right. Superman, oh, he's he's all about love and family, and, and he can still be about that. He can still be about that, just yeah. like Miles mm-hmm. Morales is. But yeah. he's about a different version of it. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 there's, not, there's something not, that he there's something that he has to overcome. In his life, maybe you know, which yes. is status or, or or racial inequality or something like that. Like that'd be that'd be really fascinating. I'd be all about that layer. But yes. even if it's not even about that, even if it's just like cultural, bringing a different version, yes, culturally of Superman. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm getting. Yeah, that's like that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely always want to bring attention to plights, but I mean, like it it can be about more things too. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know if I'm really going to be able to watch another Superman who doesn't have a slow, like a slow music building scene where he's walking through a field running his hands over like the wheat field or whatever. Oh, like <laughs> he's just walking through and he's dragging his hands through the hobos in Harlem. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just slicing them all in half as he does it. <laughs> or they could just go straight and use, um, I forget his, his name, but Iron, which is the Superman that came out when Superman was dead. Oh, I so, don't know about this one. Uh, so there is when Superman died, the death of Superman. Yeah. Um, they came out with a bunch of Superman Iron. I think his name is. They came out with a bunch of different Superman or Steel, uh, John Henry Irons. That's why they name Irons. So they came out with a, a bunch of different Superman. Mm. Kind of came and rose to take his place, and there became this whole arc with different people taking on different variable aspects. The variance, essentially. The variance, yeah. <laughs> And this would fit in, yeah. uh, but it's that's Marvel, not DC. Wait a second. Know, what, know, what am yeah. I reading here? This character is portrayed by Shaquille O'Neal in the 1997 film adaptation of the same name. There was a film adaptation of this. Yeah, Steel. I did not know this. And yeah, you what never the saw that. Nope. Fuck? Oh, and this is supposed to. Whoa. It, wait, and this was actually based on DC property. Yeah, what? yeah. In about the 1990s. What, what? This is all the rage in the no. 1990s. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a basically a, a. Am I being Mandela affected right now? No. <laughs> no. I remember this. I yeah. do not remember this. Yeah, I definitely remember this. I, I mean, a... there's a billion fucking movies out there. You're not going to remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> I remember most. I, you know, I'm I remember aware. some really obscure I'm a, I'm a, shit. I'm like, aware I, of that. <laughs> but like the thing is, though, that there is always new shit that I'm just like, oh, I didn't know that. Am I yeah. being Mandela affected? I'll be a Mandela affected think, right now. I don't now. think no, you are. No. I'm not probably. Affected right now. I think that you've got Mandela affected syndrome where you think that it's like it's like a paranoia for you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he basically wears a borderline iron variant. (laughs) (laughs) Am I gonna be cold? (laughs) I'm so scared. TVA shows up and just drags me off right now. (laughs) You guys just don't know I'm crocodile Adam. That's amazing. But yeah, he, like this would okay, it's John Henry Irons. I get it. It's a joke on the whole John Henry thing. Okay, fine, but that'd be a pretty rad version to see. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool to see. So, I don't care what they do. Really, as long as it's a good movie, I don't care. And I think Michael B. Jordan's a really good actor and a good yeah. producer, so I really can't shit on him. I think I, I got nothing I can't sit here and go, "Oh, that's not going to be great." It's probably going to be great. Yeah. Oh, he was awesome as Killmonger. So, like the you know yes. the few chances he's had to kind of be in, and I, I didn't see the Fantastic Four that he was in, but oh, presumably, no, that was terrible. Presumably, he was good in it though. No, no, <laughs> I think that we're being Mandela affected because I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he was Johnny Storm. He was. Oh, yeah. yeah, he played Johnny Storm. He was terrible. No, Rob I know. I yeah, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> cool. 
Well, I think that about wraps it up for episode 140 of Running Geek Fisher Podcast. We never introduced ourselves or the episode. Well, let's do it now, and then you can cut it and put it at the beginning. And then leave it at the end, too. That's Chaos. what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave it at the end. Hello, this is episode 140 of Running Geek Fisher Podcasts. Uh, this is Alec Austin. With us today, we have... Superman variant Adam. And... Rob. And this came from the end of the episode. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> it's going to be a weird edit, man. It's going to be a weird edit. If you leave it in at the end, it'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs>